Being a fawn isn't always plain sailing. That's when you can turn to Tumnus & Tumnus, experts in umbrella, flute, and divorce law. With over 40 years' experience, Tumnus & Tumnus will get you the results you need. If you're a fawn, then choose Tumnus & Tumnus. Hello, I'm Dan Reeves, and welcome to Very Important, Very Serious, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the online world to see what bizarre nonsense it can throw up for us. Joining me once again with his Velcro wallet and nose for truffles, it's Doc Cotton's driver, Adam Furman. I got... Yeah, just wash it down. Well... F- you've panicked and you've drunk the tea with the leaves in. Yeah, I know. I know wash it down with the water. Well, I, I, can't, I can't spit that back in now. Let me just take... Oh, there's too many. Hang on, it's broken into loads. Oh my, one's lodged in my throat, hang on. Okay. Welcome. Thank you, it's a pleasure to be here once again. You've managed to sort of somehow get into the building once more. Yeah, I popped in for a pint last night and uh, slept in the attic. <coughs> yeah. You slept um, in the attic? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah it, was, it was rather comfortable. Um, Not too warm, I just imagine it being stiflingly hot up there. It was a little hot. Slept in your pants. Yeah. Um, now, I... <laughs> I know you're a big fan of meat-flavoured gravy powder, aren't you? Very true. So, with that in mind, I'd like you to please sing the theme tune from the 1993 Bisto Best gravy advert. Now, just, what? Okay, hang on. I I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm not sure I can... You're going to sing it a cappella. Oh, my... Yeah. Okay, Okay. ready? Mm -hmm. I'm going to count you in. Mm. Three, two, one. Sometimes the snow comes down in June... Sometimes the sun goes round the moon Just when I thought our chance had passed You go and save the best for last That was really out of time. <laughs> That was awful, actually. Was Can I do that last line again? Nope. Oh. That's it. You get one chance okay. and your chance is gone. That I'm was sorry, fantastic. Guys. Um, now, <laughs> after last week's show, I've been speaking to Alton Towers. Yeah. They're very interested in my idea for a new adventure ride, Clunes of the Caribbean. Which I'm not. I'm not going to tell them this, but it's basically Disney's original pirate ride, but all the characters are replaced with Martin Clunes. That's fantastic. Yeah, I've pitched another it to them. triumphant idea we've got here. Yeah. Okay. All the animatronic pirates replaced with with Martin Clunes. Wait, hang on again. What clones are we talking? Are we going to do varieties of clones? As you go through the ride, it yeah. changes. So it starts with with him in his early days. Yeah, and yeah. then it progresses through to, I was going to say Dr. Robotnik, but certainly that wasn't the ITV series. <laughs> that's a that's a Sonic bad guy. Um, yeah, through to Doc. What's he called in that ITV series? I mean, Coastal I, clones. Yeah, we, it progresses we rem- to coastal clones. Yeah. And then you finally go down the ramp at the end, and, and that's the end. But they're very interested. Again, if you could provide a can of Stella for the whole ride, that would be fantastic. That would that, be something yes, I'd like to that'd right? be great. Yeah, yeah. Even for children. Absolutely. Get in the boat, there's your Stella. I mean, yeah, it would get a bit messy, I'd imagine. You start clogging the ride up with tins of Stella everywhere. Yeah. Maybe the actual boat could float in, in, in Stella. Or a river of Stella. You got, I mean, clones of the Caribbean. The fumes would probably get a bit much, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, that's fine. I think I would too. Should we do some mum chat? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. You didn't? No. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And yeah? No. Um, the adverts I've seen on lampposts at major roundabouts. Yes. What are they for? Well, um, usually it's direct uh, ravers that might have been lost from a from a, a rave the weekend before okay. as they walk along a main road uh, to the next rave. 
Right, so they're often they're not even in a car; they're just walking along well, major roads. You rarely find ravers in cars these days. No, they're just typically walking along the, uh, the the pavement. I mean, and also you'll usually find those posters are around main roads near to industrial states where the raves happen. So it's just directing yeah. them from one industrial state to another. There's often a lot of acts on the posters. I've noticed with some some quite funny names. It's, it's, it's half DJs, half MCs. Yeah, very interesting. MC Skibbity is one of the one of the one MC Skibbity. Yeah, he's one of the mains. Yeah. Uh, okay. Does he own a car or is he arriving on foot? Uh, no, he, uh, <laughs> I just don't, I don't think he leaves. No, he's got one one particular venue he enjoys, and he just he just stays there. Uh, yeah. Do you want to hear what Postman Pat sounds like in Norwegian? Yeah, all right, fine. Postman Pat, Postman Pat, med sin svarte og hvite katten. ute på sin postmans rute, han har all posten med sig i sin bil. Um, Ad- oh, Adam just... was getting into that in a very odd way. Oh. He's wearing a dark blue corduroy shirt and he was sort of bobbing his shoulders and it was... It was lifting me up. It was uh, like um, a country dancer in some kind of horrible what state. What I, I don't enjoy is that this this is almost, you know, in some ways like a radio show, but um, you, you only play segments of 15-second songs. It's very yeah. hard for me to get into it. Shall I tell you why? why? So we don't get sued. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, there, good, there yeah, th- thanks for being honest. Yeah, exactly. What's that? Oh, that'll be my uh, next client. Next client? Well, yeah, you know, I've told you about my hairdressing. No. Hang on. We've talked Go over here. Come over here. Yeah, sure. Hairdressing? Well, yeah, you know that I've, you said to me that I should be doing things that I like. Yeah, but not off, not cutting no, people's hair in the studio. Well, you know, I'm a man of many talents. I've done this show now. I obviously do photography. Well, and that's helped get you clients for hairdressing. I just feel you should never limit yourself. Hairdressing is something I've wanted to do for a long time, and this is a client. Fine, sit back down. You've got to be professional. Sit back <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, is, is there a, what's his name? It's Mr. Carmoon. Um, hang on, I should warn you. Yeah. He, he tends to mumble. Okay, well, I guess it's time to prune the Carmoon with Vidal Sassoon. Should we let him in? Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. Come on in. Hi, Mr. Carmoon. Uh, do you want to take a seat? I've got that wicker chair there. If you just pop down in that. Yeah. Okay, right. I've got my scissors here. Just going to give you a quick bit off the sides. Um, yeah. And how do you like your fade? You like it? Well, it's number one. Number two for Mr. Carmoon. Yeah. You've got very thick hair. It's very hard to get at it. But yeah, just do that. Um, okay. Yeah, you look good. Um, or maybe a little bit of feathering off the side here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fantastic. You look great. Ready to go back out into the. Um, well, wherever it is you go, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Mr. Carmoon. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, um, that was Prune the Carmoon with Vidal Sassoon. Great. Okay, thank you for letting me do that. That's all right. I mean, that's ridiculous. Everyone does more than one thing in, in London. And that's that's, that's that's essentially what I've been trying to do. Um, but yeah, okay, point, point taken. Okay. We won't do that again. Was he happy with the haircut? I think so, yeah. Gave him a nice fade. Um, <laughs> Took a bit off the top. Really weird name. Okay, um, this is weird. It looks like uh, the podcaster in the studio before us mm. have left a Tupperware lunchbox here on the desk. Mm. Let me just have a look. Labelled Lifeguard's Lunch, Do Not Open. Yeah, I wonder what that was. Mm. Also, as well, looking at my iPad, mm-hmm. it, it looks like they've foolishly left their intro on here. So, Really? I wonder if we could have a listen. I'm sure they won't mind. It just says intro. Yeah, so let's okay, just, please, yeah. Here we go. Swim tokens. Lockers, wave machines, bins, changing rooms, signs, 
snack vending, goggles, poolside caps, racket rental, and kiddie floats. This is the Leisure Centre Life podcast with me, David Deep. Because at the heart of leisure, there's Leisure Centre Life podcast. You just found that. Sounds riveting. Should we have a look inside the lifeguard's lunchbox? Uh, we can do, yeah, although okay. I'm, a, I'm a bit wary about what we might find. Let me just open it. Okay. Um, it's just a whistle on a spiralised cord, blue, and a Mr. Kipling golden syrup cake, unopened. Do you want half the cake? Yeah, let's half the cake. But okay. Very odd. That's bizarre. Now, we've had a number of emails come in over the past few weeks, various people with various issues, all of whom would like our advice. I do need to point out, it's just our opinion, You'd be a fool not to listen to us, but you know it is just our advice. Yeah, so um, let's open up the emails. Okay. Dear Dan and Adam, this is from Karen in Wembley. Karen says, My long-term boyfriend of 10 years is a professional tube driver. It's going great and we generally have a healthy relationship, but recently things have started to suffer in the bedroom. During foreplay, he refuses to take off his train driver's hat and repeatedly says, Mind the doors, mind the closing doors, please. Wow. I've asked him to... St- I've asked him to stop, but he simply repeats it at a higher volume. And when he's climaxing, very quietly whispers, this train will not be stopping at Hangolt. (laughs) Which, in all honesty, I find quite spooky. He's also installed a fully functioning ticket turnstile in our rumpus room. What shall I do? Probably divorce him, I'd say. Yeah, get rid of him. That is beyond... Yeah. yeah. It's beyond a joke. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I'd say as well, if he's saying, mind the doors, mind the closing doors, just check the doors are unobstructed because the train... Oh, sorry, no, he's not. He's actually just having sex. Well, that's it. But the train can't leave on a technical level. So maybe I mean, there's they, something obstructing them. They've missed a trick there because she could always be saying back to him, um, mind the gap. That's true. Uh, you know, there could be a bit of foreplay. She could play along a little bit and yeah. then, and then yeah, yeah. And maybe it would, uh, you know, put an end to He this. could come back. This train is being regulated. Yeah. Well, I think, um, Karen, then you can, like we're saying, you can turn it round, basically. Mm. You can get involved. So stop trying to change him as a professional train driver mm. and embrace him and come back with, with other tube sayings. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, though, Karen. Yeah, cheers, Karen. Okay. Dear Dan and Adam, this is from Colin. Colin says, I've been running Cockabutch now for 15 years. We're a Cockney butchers in London that only sells sausages and only to Cockneys. I've I've recently been thinking, however, about widening the customer base to include tinkers, but afraid it may put off some of our regulars. What do you guys think? Mm, Tinkers. What is... Yeah... I tinkers. I don't know. The name the name sounds a bit suspect. What's what's like a, is it a generalized kind of they just do all sorts, don't they? It's tinker. Yeah. Should we get a definition? I'd like to, yeah, because that Okay. Tinker, oh. a person who makes a living by travelling from place to place, mending pans and other metal utensils. I see. So essentially a gypsy. Could say that. Be yeah. careful. Um, <laughs> so, I mean that's a fair uh, Yeah, that's a fair yeah. comment. So it's someone who mends Pots and pans. I think he could open that up. I think cockneys and tinkers would probably get on quite well if they're buying sausages. Oh, I don't know about that. I'd I'd warn him against it. Maybe do a trial period um, of a week. Okay, so, which he could advertise on, on a platform. Maybe yeah. on a lamppost. Yeah, that's um, it. Tinkers invited for 14 days only. You could have like a cockney and tinkers barbecue. Yeah. Because the tinkers could provide the pots and pans. Cockneys provide the sausages and the laughs. Mm. This is another one. Dear Dan and Adam, or mm. Dadam. Mm-hmm. This is from Simon in East London. Simon says, Each morning on my way to work, an elderly lady in a bonnet passes me in the street. She looks up at me and screams, I need six eggs. If I don't reply with, that's too expensive, she becomes highly agitated and calls me a rude cunt. Oh my God, okay. Um, 
I think. Shocking. Where, where, where are they from? Because It says East London. East London. It's probably Hackney as well. Okay. I've seen a few people. Uh, like that, in a bonnet. Yeah, they abuse you. It um, rings a bell for some reason, that dialogue exchange. I'm just not sure. I've never been called um, a, a cunt for not having... To... <laughs> for not providing six eggs to no, a woman. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, free range? Well, she doesn't She doesn't state that, but I'm, I'm assuming so. Okay. Wait, might... it's Hackney? No. Mm, doubtful. Battery? Yeah, always. That's probably where she's going wrong. That's the egg of Hackney. If she was to throw avocados into the mix as well, she might get a bit more service. Yeah, fine. Um, moving on. Last episode, we managed to put some people's mind at ease when we found out what was going on at the beloved pork purveyor, Greg's. But two weeks have passed. I'm on edge, worrying about stock and signage. So it's time to find out what's going on at Greg's. Computer, please choose a random Greg's for us to call. I'm very excited about this. It's ringing. Here we go. Okay, this is exciting. <gasps> Attention. To Greg's. Oh, hi, is that Greg's? Yeah. How's it all going? Good. Good, okay. What about the three cheese pizza? Going well? Yeah. Yeah, good. And vegan sausage roll? Not treading on the toes of the other bakes? No. No? Salads? Do they stand a chance? We don't do salads. You don't do them? Okay, thanks very much! Bye. That was What's Going On at Greg's. <laughs> he seemed very content in his job. Okay, now, I think everyone can agree that motorway services are very close to all our hearts. Mm. For me and you as well, especially. Definitely, yeah. Stopping for a hot drink, quick sink wash on the A1, something I look forward to in the summer. Mm, after, after using the toilet. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, a lot of people may not know this. They're also a hotbed for paranormal activity. So, with that in mind, let's head over to Welcome Break Newport Pagnell for the first in the new series of Service Station Tales. Hello friends, my name is Colin Harden, I'm the assistant manager at Welcome Break Newport Pagnell. This is my service station tale. It was half past eleven when I'd finally finished locking up. I made my way past Harry Ramsden's, then on to WH Smith's. The smell of fried cod mixing with the gents' lules created a familiar but sickly sweet scent. I continued on past phone biz, a small trolley shop that sells phone cases and camera sticks and past Coin Zone, an arcade for the travelling gambler. But what stopped me in my tracks was a shadow, a shape of sorts, slowly moving behind the Costa Coffee fridge. I blinked, hoping that when I opened my eyes it would be gone. But in fact, the vision was clearer. A large man in a fluorescent vest, staring straight at me. A trucker. But the trucker's park had been closed for over an hour. I was the only one on sight. Still, the trucker stared right at me. He looked sad, maybe depressed. Then slowly, he raised a large weathered hand. In it lay a Lucasade sport and a scotch egg. Although I was terrified, I knew what I had to do. So I nodded, slowly, indicating I was happy for him to take the goods free of charge. And then with that, he simply disappeared into the toasties. Join me next week, travellers, for another... Service station tales. Godspeed. Oh, wow! <laughs> that was terrifying. Yeah, thank you to the the duty manager yeah. for that story. Um, we will do one of those each episode, so watch out. Okay, moving on. Now, I was taking a look uh, this week at Urban Dictionary, and what I noticed is there's a lot of stuff missing. So I wanted to add in uh, some of our own 
entries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a few yeah. words that we want to probably throw in there. Let's start with this. Mum plaque. A plaque, poster or board giving inspiration and encouragement to mums. The mum plaque encouraged the mum to day drink midweek. Yeah, uh, my mum's got loads of these. Yeah, mine too. Um, they're, they're everywhere. They, they get around the uh, the bedroom, the bathroom. Yeah. There's definitely lots in the bathroom. My mum's got one in the bathroom. It's it's mm. a, it's like wooden letters and it mm. just says, relax. Yeah. And it's like, yes, I'll thank you, finally, I've got permission from the mum plaque. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm I'm my most relaxed in the in the toilet. So yeah. it's always good to be reminded. It is. Um, just, yeah, it's, it's an odd one though. But there is loads. You know, it's usually potpourri and plaques in the uh, toilet, and then um, potpourri. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> refresh your potpourri. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a shout out to mums. Do refresh your potpourri. Um, stock cock, stock images of cockneys. Excuse me, I need a stock cock for this poster I'm making about ladders. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think stock cock is a valid uh, resource for any graphic designers. Uh, yeah, it can be. Um, it's all very low res. It is. It's, it's to its charm. It's almost like um, <clears throat> mimicking the same kind of like uh, accent of a cockney. Their, their voice is essentially low res English. Yeah. Um, so, you know. The, <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> How do you feel about that cockney? Your, Adam has described your voice well, as no, low on, res just, English. I, I'm, one of, I'm one of them. So, Are you? Well, you know, I can be. I, I can I can play the Cockney when I need to, but usually play the Cockney. I, okay. I need to be surrounded by them in, in order to, uh, to 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 merge with Cockneys. Maybe you like, should go to Cockerbutch. Cock, well, get some sausages, meet yeah. the Tinkers. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm Percy Ingalls. Is, is my vibe. It's it's more like it's the bootleg. Who's version. that? It's the underground version of Greg's. Okay. Yeah, you can find them. I think generally it's just Hackney, but okay. Next one. Yeah. A thigh tray. One whose thighs are thick enough to balance and serve food or drink. It was summer. The children gathered round to eat from large bowls of chips, each resting on Stephen's enormous thigh trays. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's a good one. I'm uh, picturing that at a pool. When, yeah, th- I mean, your thighs would have to be quite big. These are, yeah, They're, thigh tray. Yeah. Okay. Two thigh trays. Yeah. Yeah, and then and, and then, probably put some cokes on there as well. Yeah, yeah, a couple of bowls of chips, some cokes to balance it out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> come on, kids, gather around, gather around Stephen's thighs, married some chips and coke. Wow, uh, yeah, you'd have to have massive thighs. Yeah, you know, and imagine, um, yeah. and they're always shiny as well. People with um, really big thighs. Yeah, like a, a thick, thick butcher's sausage. Yeah, you know, if you've been, if you're sitting at home looking at your thighs, thinking so so thick, so so thick. Yeah, just think, what could you do? You yeah. could feed. Some children at a barbecue or by a pool. You could rest four bowls of chips and a couple of cokes. Come on, kids, gather round! <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Uncle Stephen's got the chip bowls on his thighs. Dig yeah. in. Yeah, it's painting a picture, isn't it? Yeah, um, just all kind of like rummaging around, just gorging the chips yeah, yeah. off these thighs that are raised what four feet off the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's question. Put, it's for frantic mess. Yeah. That one. <laughs> question. If you know, if you're trying to provide a thigh tray, yeah. should you shave your legs, or is the hair going to try and somehow help with the stability of bowls of chips? Yeah, I'd imagine you need that purchase just to keep them kind of like on. on yeah, keep on. them balanced. Yeah. Okay. So anyone who's thinking of going into thigh training, mm. please do not shave your legs. <laughs> We are coming to the end of this week's episode. Do subscribe and follow us on iTunes, Acast and Spotify. Thank you for listening and thank you as always to Adam Furman. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye as Doc Cotton's driver. <sighs> goodbye, me lady. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that was, that was Do join us again next week for loads more nonsense. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>